Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Real Clear Politics Takeaway for Thursday, March 4th. I'm Tom Bevan, co-founder and president of Real Clear Politics. And I'm Carl Cannon, Washington Bureau Chief. Looking very dapper this morning, Carl, with the tie. Yeah, I, I, my, lighting's little, shame. my lighting's a little dark. Uh, Andy Walworth, our producer, says he can fix that. But yeah, I, you know, I figured you'd be wearing your gym clothes. I should probably put on a tie. <laughs> Trying to show me up. All right, Carl, listen. <laughs> it is basically, we're now on at about the the one year anniversary uh of of covid hitting the united states and as a result we've got a lot of stuff going on carl we've got this covid package that made its way through the house is now working its way through the senate um biden has agreed to some limits apparently on the the cash payment portion of this uh of the bill right saying $1400 per uh person which would go to folks making Less than eighty thousand individually, or one hundred and sixty thousand, I believe, uh, as a family. What do you make of this? Is this the right move? Is this Biden's just doing what he's got to do to get it through Congress? Well, it's it's look, it's nice to have a president who negotiates with with the other party. We we haven't seen that in a while. Uh, the last time we saw it, Joe Biden was vice president, and Barack Obama didn't want to do it, so Biden did it then too. So I, that's what's that phrase? You know, normal. Yeah, the returning to the norms. I, I, that's good. Uh, regular order is the term of art on Capitol Hill. But Tom, you, you just you, you mentioned a year ago, I and mean, think where we've come. A year ago today, the House passed an $8.3 billion um, COVID bill. That seemed like a lot of money at the time. Some people were stood up and were shocked. Uh, but it passed nearly unanimously. Why? Because the administration had, had sent the top health officials to Capitol Hill that morning and briefed people. And it scared the bejesus out of the people in the house. It, nobody knew it was ahead. But this, you know, look, it was already here. Uh, the virus was here. Uh, the first deaths we now know had occurred a month earlier in Santa Clara County, not Washington State. And the CDC issued a report a year ago today, said I think it was 158 cases. I think that's what's 158. 49 of them from people who traveled abroad, most of them from China. 158, well, there were 100, probably 158 I mean, we we really were taken by surprise how fast this thing spread to every corner of the world. Uh, meanwhile, Carl, we have now in Texas yesterday, uh, Governor Abbott said he's repealing the mask mandate, 100% open for business. Mississippi did the same. Joe Biden responded by basically calling that Neanderthal thinking. Um, and I posted a story to Real Clear this morning about, you know, retailers in Texas and Mississippi uh, are basically saying, hey, we're still going to require masks. So there's and, and I guess some mayors are urging folks to stick with the masks and ignore the governor's uh, you know, orders to repeal those mandates. But certainly it is the case that that folks are starting to open up. The vaccine's getting out there. Um, but the quote unquote experts are warning that this could possibly lead to a resurgence, a, a fourth wave. Carl, what do you what do you make of that? Well, you, you've, again, taken me back a year ago. Um, today, uh, t- Anthony Fauci was standing at the White House. He was with Deborah Burks uh, with the, and also with the head of the CDC and the top administration health officials. And Mike Pence said there's no need for people to wear a mask. The vice president was in charge of this task force. Um, four days later, Tony Fauci repeated that to CBS News on 60 Minutes. You know, no need to wear a mask. And I, I went back and looked at those statements. And if you looked at carefully what they were saying, um, 
Pence seems to have been concerned that there would be a run on masks, that people would panic and hoard masks, and that first responders and healthcare workers who needed them couldn't get them, and people in nursing homes. Uh, Fauci, when, when he talked about it to CBS, was worried that people would misuse the mask or think that if you had a mask, you were protected or, you know, rub their outside their mask and then rub their face and their eyes. You know, and so, so the question has been, and this is going on in Texas now, how frank are, should, we be, should government officials and health officials be with the American people? And do you trust the American people to do the right thing? I don't think Governor Abbott is saying, you know, doesn't think people should wear masks. I think it's a different philosophy where you're, you're, you're telling the American people you expect them to do the right thing. And, you know, the, the, look, the president said Neanderthal thinking, I wouldn't go that far. But let's be honest, there's evidence for both sides on this question. There's evidence that a lot of Americans will not do the right thing if given the choice. So, it, you know, it, it comes down to to how much stock you put in safety versus how much you put in personal freedom. Uh, Megan McArdle, on the last day of 2020, the horrible day, wrote a piece. She's a libertarian writer, very thoughtful writer. She has a column for the Washington Post. And she said, looking back, people were nostalgic. But, you know, liberals were nostalgic for a time they felt safe. And conservatives were nostalgic for a time they felt unfettered. And I thought that was a very interesting observation. And we're still... And that's still the case. We're still arguing about those two desires. We are. And it seems, though, Carl, that, that a lot of folks are, are sort of moving on. I mean, remember when this started, right? It was the 15, 15 days to slow the spread. And the idea was to bend flatten, the curve. Flatten the, flatten the curve. Remember that? Yeah. Right. So that the hospitals wouldn't be overwhelmed. That was, that was the initial uh, you know, rationale behind all of this stuff. And we are way beyond that now. Um, and I think a lot of people have, you know, these lockdowns have been in some states, you know, catastrophic. I mean, they just haven't, there's, there's evidence that they haven't worked. I mean, you look at a state like Florida, which has been open. I know Ron DeSantis has gotten a, you know, he's gotten a ton of bad press, but at the end of the day, you know, what he's done down there, um, versus a state like Illinois, where I'm sitting right now, where we've been locked down among the strictest in the nation, um, you know, it's... (laughs) It's one of those things, Carl. It became politicized, um, and everybody's saying, "Well, follow the science, follow the science." But the science wasn't always clear on this issue. It has shifted over time, um, as I guess we've learned more about the virus. But it leaves us in a very, um, very interesting spot where you've got a you know good portion of the country that's sort of moving on, and others led by President Biden, who's saying, "Wait a minute, hold on, slow down," because if we if we open up um, and we take our masks off. We're going to be in trouble again in very short order. Well, I'll just say this. I mean, in fairness to the president, I, I, I'm more sympathetic to his view right now than the other view. And here's why. We have the vaccine now. You know, the same people who said we'd never get a vaccine for a year or two, who poo-pooed anything Donald Trump said about it. They haven't gone back and said, hey, I was wrong. But they don't have to. We have we had a Pfizer vaccine, Moderna vaccine. These were both available by before the end of the year. Uh, I think... I wish the governors had, and, and Congress had done more planning for when the vaccine came so they could deploy it faster. I think it's, it's shameful how long this is taking. Now we have a third vaccine, uh, one, one shot from Johnson & Johnson. And I guess, you know, I'm looking at what Texas is doing and I'm, I'm, I'm worried because I don't want a fourth wave. And I, what I'm hoping, if we could, it seems if we could just hold on another few weeks 
we could get this vaccine in, in, in most Americans' arms and then we would truly be safe. And I, I, I just wish, I just hope people can hold on a little while longer. Yeah, well, the good news for you, Carl, is that I read that the Kentucky Derby is going to have 60% attendance in the first Saturday in May. So you may be able, life's going to return to normal and you may actually be able to go, go to the Kentucky Derby in person. Well, this is probably a good time for me to ask you in front of our audience. Um, I, I, I'd like a few days off um, <laughs> starting April 30th, a week or so. <laughs> we'll have to talk about that, Carl, off, offline. Of course. I might be there with you. Why not? Right? You know what? Let's do it. All right. We'll leave it there. I'm Tom Bevan, co-founder and president of RCP. And I'm Carl Cannon, Washington Bureau Chief. And this has been the Real Clear Politics Takeaway for Thursday, March 4th, 2021.